Why do I so often find a disconnect between what I know the Bible teaches and what I actually do? And why do we see folks, even in our own churches, who seem to know Scripture quite well, but reach different conclusions than I do on even basic issues? Hi, my name is David Dennis, and I'm with the Kansas Communities Ministry with the Navigators. I'm so glad you joined me today for this podcast. Today and next week, we'll be looking at worldview and the way Scripture should influence the way we look at life, but often does not. What role does our worldview have on our behavior, thoughts, and beliefs? Let me tell you the story of Joe. Joe grew up in a Christian home. He and his parents and siblings went to church almost every Sunday. He was active in his youth group, and he even considered going to Bible college and serving on the mission field. But for financial reasons, he decided to attend a state school for his freshman year in college. While there, he met Bill and several other friends. Joe and Bill and his friends really enjoyed hanging out together. Bill was a believer, but didn't see what importance church was, really. They took a Western Civ course together and heard the professor talk about all the errors in Scripture. Soon, Joe and Bill and others found that sleeping in on Sunday morning was much more relaxing than going to church. Ultimately, Joe was influenced by Bill and others that the Bible, while being a nice and perhaps sometimes helpful book, was probably not totally true, nor even that helpful, in fact. Some of the things the Bible taught seemed to directly conflict with what Joe and Bill and others believed. So, when Joe had to make decisions about, for example, dating, living together before marriage, and about other issues, he basically went along with the crowd. He joined the culture. Initially, when he moved in with his girlfriend, it was fun, and it made him feel that he was grown up. But his conscience bothered him a little. But as time went on, he began to accept many things that his parents or his youth pastor would not have approved of. Now, if asked, Joe might say that he is living his life pretty much according to a biblical worldview, that his views are consistent with what the Bible teaches. After all, aren't we supposed to love each other, not judge others, be tolerant? But is his faith really impacting his daily life? Is he applying what he knows to be true? Or maybe he doesn't know what the truth is according to Scripture. It's way too easy to assume we know what to think about worldview issues when really we don't know what God says about them. It's too easy to go along to get along. So why is this? Why is it that we know sometimes what is true, but then we forsake that when we get involved with culture? Why do I sometimes let the culture dictate what is the so-called truth when I know down deep that it is opposed to what Scripture teaches? You know, looking into God's Word, this is obviously not a new problem. Hebrews five twelve through 14 says, For though by now, by this time I should say, you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God, and you have come to need milk and not solid food. For everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But solid food belongs to those who are of full age, that is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. The writer of the Hebrews was speaking to Jewish Christians who had been believers for some time, and he was chastising them for not having grown up in the faith, that they were requiring milk and not solid food. By this time they should be teachers, but instead they were requiring someone to teach them. In 1 Corinthians 3, verses 1 through 3, Paul says, 
And I, brethren, could not speak to you as to spiritual people, but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ. I fed you with milk, and not with solid food, for until now you were not able to receive it. And even now you are still not able, for you are still carnal. For where there are envy, strife, and divisions among you, are you not carnal and behaving like mere men? You know, some people think that the first letter of Paul to the Corinthians, from my, from what I just quoted, was probably written around 53 to 54 um, A.D. at Ephesus, Asia Minor, and it deals with problems that arose in the early years after Paul's initial missionary visit, which was dated around 50 to 51. He established a Christian community there in Corinth. So these words in 1 Corinthians 3 were possibly penned as long as three to four years after these people became believers. Three to four years, or maybe longer, and they were still babes in Christ. They hadn't grown up. And we can't just say that believers only uh, know the truth and have a biblical worldview, because that's what sanctification and discipleship is all about. Joe, in the story I just mentioned, isn't alone in this, is he? I indeed struggle with the same thing. I realize that my views on life, on the world, on how I should live, are sometimes, if not often, dictated more by the culture than by Scripture. I listen to the media, I watch movies, I read books. I'm influenced by what the culture says should be true rather than by what Scripture says to be true. So why is this? I think there are at least four reasons. First of all, plain old sin. I want to do my own thing because it feels better. It's the easy way. I think that I know best. After all, other people are doing it, and they seem to be doing just fine. So I think the first reason is that I am my own God too often. Sin is in my life, and I want to do my own thing because I think I know what is best. The second reason for this disconnect between Scripture and our worldview is appearance, not wanting to look stupid in front of others or not wanting to be different. You know, if I take a stand for Christ in my workplace or school, people might think I'm weird. And examples of this might be praying with my patience in my practice or not laughing at off-color jokes that other people are telling or maybe not joining in with consuming alcohol at parties just not fitting in. You know, often I love myself so much I want to be perceived as one of the gang, as wanting to fit in. So appearance is the second reason that my worldview is more influenced by culture than it is by God's Word. The third reason that there is this disconnect is doubting God's Word, not believing that the Bible is inerrant. You know, we often let Satan trick us into believing, as he said to Eve, has God really said that? This is what so-called progressive Christianity is about. It's about the idea that God's Word is not really God's Word, that the Bible is not really accurate in all areas. Now we say, yes, I know that Jesus said that marriage is between a man and a woman. Matthew nineteen four and 5 says, And he answered and said to them, Have you not read that he who made them at the beginning made them male and female? And said, For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. That may be what Jesus said, but shouldn't we be tolerant today? After all, we need to be loving and accepting, don't we? Well, that's the third reason, is doubting that what God said in his word is really true. 
So three reasons so far. There's this disconnect between what God's Word says and what we believe in our worldview are sin, wanting to do my own thing because I think I know best. Number two, appearance, not wanting to look stupid in front of others or not wanting to be different. Or number three, doubting that God's Word is really God's Word. But the fourth reason is perhaps simply biblical illiteracy, not knowing what Scripture really says. What does the Bible really teach about, and you can fill in the blank. Recently, the Family Research Council commissioned George Barna to do a survey on the topic of biblical worldview. I'm going to include a link in the show notes to this survey. This was done just in May of 2021. And the survey was called Perceptions About Biblical Worldview and Its Application, a national survey from the Center for Biblical Worldview. So I'm going to quote a bit, uh, quote a bit from the website. It says, In May of 2021, the Family Research Council's Center for Biblical Worldview commissioned Metaformation Incorporated under the direction of George Barna to conduct a nationwide survey regarding aspects of biblical worldview. The objective was to provide original, newsworthy research-based insights about how many people believe they possess a biblical worldview, if and to what extent they seek to integrate that worldview into every dimension of life, what influences have helped them to do so, and whether they believe that such integration matters to God. The results of the survey were publicly announced and launched at an event in Washington, D.C. on May 27, 2021. The survey itself was fielded in mid-May with a national sample of a 1,000 adults randomly selected and interviewed by telephone from across the nation. So, interestingly, from that survey, they found out that 51% of adults claim to have a biblical worldview. 51% of adults, not just Christians, but 51% of adults across the board in these 1,000 people surveyed claim to have a biblical worldview. But then when follow-up questions are asked through extensive testing through the American Worldview Inventory, it indicates that just 6% of the adult population actually has one. So the source on that is the Cultural Research Center at Arizona Christian University. So among the 50%, uh, sorry, 51% of adults who claim to have a biblical worldview, there are massive inconsistencies between what they believe and what the Bible teaches. Um, So we have claims versus reality. 51% of adults who claim to have a biblical worldview, but there were massive inconsistencies between what they believe and what the Bible teaches. Only 6% actually turned out to have a biblical worldview. So the questions, and by the way, the survey has a lot more information. I would commend you to that survey if you have an interest in that. It has a lot of very interesting information that's very pertinent and very up-to-date. So the questions that I have about all that is, how do I personally better understand God's perspective on life and live my life consistent with his perspective? You know, recently in my Every Man a Warrior uh, men's group, we have, um, let's see, four other young guys and myself, an old guy, uh, in the group. And we were talking about the wisdom in Proverbs. And how, uh, in general, if we follow God's prescription as laid out in Scripture, and in particular in Proverbs, that uh, blessing will follow. If we don't follow God's wisdom as laid out in His Word, then often uh, life will not go the way it should. Uh, 
So how do I personally better understand God's perspective on life and get that wisdom into my own heart and live my life consistent with His perspective? Secondly, how do I encourage others in my sphere of spiritual influence to take seriously God's view on life and encourage them to live their lives consistently with that? So in summary to those two questions, I would say the question is, how do I integrate a biblical worldview into every aspect of my life and help others do the same? Well, join me next time as we explore some possible answers to these questions on making disciples naturally. The views expressed on this podcast are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the views of the navigators, nor of the Kansas Communities Ministry. Thank you for listening.